Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I know as we are approaching the new year, a lot of us are thinking about what our new year's resolutions are going to be this year. And in today's episode, we are going to be going over why you shouldn't just set resolutions and instead set practical goals. We are going to be talking about how I like to structure my goal setting in a way where I am able to really track my progress, tick off those boxes so I know I'm moving the needle forward, and actually make progress on my big goals for the year. This is going to be a really helpful episode as we go into the new year. I hope you guys absolutely love it and get some value from it. And on that note, let's jump in. Do you wish that you can make money from home to give your family more financial freedom? Are you lacking purpose in your day-to-day routines as a stay-at-home mom? What if I told you that there was a way to have purpose outside of motherhood? Build a business you are proud of, make money from home, and be totally present with your family. My name is Jolie Gregerson, stay-at-home mom to three young kiddos, coffee lover, business owner, and coach. And my mission is to help stay-at-home moms craft the foundation for their online business from the ground up so they can make money from home in a way that doesn't feel like they're losing time with their kids, which for me was during their nap times. If you're ready to build an online business in a way that allows you to remain a fully present and engaged mom and find purpose beyond motherhood, then this podcast is for you. Whether you're doing dishes, driving in the car, or listening in your small moments of me time, I'm happy to have you here. So grab a coffee and let's jump in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. Happy Thursday. I am so excited as the weekend approaches. We have a lot of different Christmas plans this weekend. I don't know about you guys, but we have so many different Christmases planned with family. So we have two of the Christmases this weekend, and then we have two more the week of Christmas. So it's a very busy schedule. I'm sure a lot of you can relate that the holidays can get absolutely crazy, but one of the focuses for us is to just know and embrace the reason for the season during all of the chaos, and so we are really just remembering why we have Christmas in the first place and remembering to be thankful for all we have and enjoying seeing family and just being in the moment, being present, knowing why we're celebrating Christmas and really just being thankful for all that God has blessed us with. It is our first Christmas as a family of five. (laughs) It's my newborn's first Christmas and yeah, we're really excited. My oldest is going to be four in 2024, so she's about three and a half, and she is really excited this Christmas season, which just kind of brings the magic back into the season. I have always been a big lover of the holidays and Christmas, and so having the magic of seeing it through a kid's eyes again is just, it really fills my heart and brings out my inner child again, and I just love all the Christmas traditions that I was 
raised with and passing those on and doing them with my little ones just brings me a ton of joy. We did our annual cookie swap <laughs> this week where me and my sisters and mom and grandma get together, just the women of the families, and we just baked tons of cookies. I think each of us baked two different flavors and so now we have just a huge tin full of holiday cookies and yeah it's just I love those traditions I love I think that's one of the reasons I love the holidays so much is because you really get to embrace those traditions and create new ones if you want and I just love the coziness of it all of the Christmas like the Christmas decor the tree the cozy lights. I just love all of it. And I love doing these traditions with my kids and getting all nostalgic. <laughs> I just, yeah, I really enjoy it if you can't tell. I'm also getting really excited for the new year. I love the new year. Some people don't really care about it. They think, oh, I'm not even going to say resolutions or anything like that. And although I agree with that to some extent, I love the feeling of the new year. It's just like a clean slate. I know a lot of people, it's like, it's just another day. And yes, that is true, but it feels like a clean slate. And I love setting my goals for the year. And my husband and I are crazy, but before the new year, we take down all our Christmas decor and we do our quote-unquote spring cleaning, <laughs> which I know we're so far from spring, but it just feels like you're just deep cleaning your house and making your golds and everything just seems so fresh and I just love that. And that's one of the reasons I really wanted to make this episode now is because as I start planning and making my goals for 2024, and I really do believe that it's just going to be a transformative year for me and my business, and it's going to be really big for me. I have been either pregnant or having babies every single year since 2019. I have three kids under three or three years old and under. And so I have just always been, at least for the last four years, just kind of been at the mercy of my kids. And so this is the first year we're officially done having kids at three. So I have three now and we are very content. We feel blessed with three beautiful, healthy kids. And I'm officially done having babies, so I am leaving my baby having era <laughs> and entering into kind of a new one, and I'm really excited for it. I'm still embracing my newborn and my young toddlers and all of the cuddles, but it is also exciting knowing that we are moving into new territory, not being in like the newborn phase. I am sure all of you guys who have had newborns are aware. Having a newborn really limits, I mean, we bring ours everywhere with us, and so we don't let it really limit our life and what we're doing, but it does put certain restraints on what you can do. Obviously, I don't want to just leave my newborn with someone, <laughs> and so she goes everywhere with me, which obviously limits your freedom or whatnot. And so we're pretty excited to be moving into this next season of our life. Our kids are just getting more and more fun every single day. And yeah, I just love my little fam. But anyway, going into 2024, I really just have a feeling 
This is going to be a super transformative year. I'm going to have complete freedom with my body, not being pregnant or being postpartum or whatnot, and hopefully back in shape. And also, I think it's going to be transformative in my business. I have some big opportunities coming in 2024, and I am diving in full force, and we are we are going to grow Naptime Business Moms to be something big. <laughs> you just wait. And how cool is it that you guys are with me from the very beginning because it's going to be big, and I'm so excited. I'm also going to be launching my first course in 2024. I think it's also going to be a transformative year in just so many different areas of our life. And so as I'm planning for 2024, it just has me really excited. And I know that is a theme for me going into every new year. I get really excited to set practical goals, especially now that I have a good system for achieving those goals. And that is what I'm going to be sharing with you today. I just heard someone say that when you set resolutions, that's a wish. Usually it's just putting out into the world what you want to achieve that year, but it's only going to stay, it's going to stay a wish until you set out the goals in order to achieve that resolution. And so I'm more about getting super excited. I guess your resolution can kind of be like your big end goal, but essentially it's just a goal. And if you don't have the stepping stones in order to get you to that goal, it's going to seem A, really far away, and that's going to start getting discouraging, and B, you're going to start forgetting about it. When things aren't as exciting and fresh feeling and you're all motivated going into the new year, then you're going to start forgetting about that resolution. How often do you write down your resolutions And then at the end of the year, look back on the list and you're like, oh, shoot, I forgot about that one. (laughs) Or is it just me? I know that happens to people a lot. And a big thing is because they don't have the goals on how they're going to achieve them. And one of the things that really helped me out on my goal setting journey was setting stepping stone goals is what I call them. And it's basically all the little goals that are going to get you to the big goal. And you can kind of divide this however you want. I like to do it quarterly. So like my quarterly big goals and then maybe my end of year big goals. And if you're doing this, then your quarterly goals would kind of tie into your big end goal. And so as you achieve those quarterly, then you are working your way toward that big goal. So then every month I lay out my stepping stone goals or I do this, like I said, once a quarter to where I kind of go through each month and lay out my main goals for that month. And I call them stepping stones because one, they break down that bigger goal into pieces, bite-sized pieces that you can check off as you go. I love this method because A, It makes it to where you have something you're checking off, which shows you on paper that you are moving the needle forward. And that is really motivating. When you can check things off of your list in your planner or whatnot, then it is motivating because you know you are working toward that goal. 
where something that a lot of people fall into is they'll set this big goal and then even if they are making progress, so say you have a goal that you want to be 20 pounds lighter by the end of the year and you just set this big goal. Well, if I was setting stepping stone goals, then I would start breaking down how I'm going to get to that. So maybe it is tracking my macros or maybe I start off with smaller goals because I know you can't just dive in. You have to start small. And so for the first quarter, my focus is meal prepping healthy meals for lunch. And so every single lunch, I'm going to be eating a meal prepped healthy meal and I really dedicate myself to that and then I also dedicate myself to working out three times a week, like moving my body in some way three times a week. So then as I'm going along and I'm checking off that and that's going great, at the end of that quarter, you can reevaluate your goal, see how the last quarter went and any tweaks that you need to make and then readjust. So now maybe I add in breakfast. So now I'm eating breakfast and lunch is both healthy meals and I add one day to my workout schedule. So now I'm working out or moving my body four days a week. And as I'm doing this, I am able to check off daily if I'm doing this or reevaluating weekly to see if I'm meeting those goals of working out four days a week and meal prepping and eating healthy lunches. So those would be stepping stone goals. It would be really motivating because you're not just focused on losing 20 pounds at the end, you are focused on your goals for that week, which is the stepping stone goals. So eating healthier and moving your body, working out. And you're so focused on those stepping stone goals that it kind of distracts you from your end goal or it doesn't distract you. You know that's your end goal, but you're not just focused on that without a plan of action to get you there because that's where a lot of people fail is they will just set one big goal at the end. And even if they are doing things weekly or daily, I mean, it starts with the daily. So even though they are doing things to move the needle forward and work toward that goal, it starts to get discouraging because they don't, they're not tracking their progress. They don't have the actionable steps daily or weekly to get them to that end goal. And so they also might waver off track more and maybe have a bad week where they just ate junk food and then they feel like all their progress is lost and then they don't have little actionable goals in order to check off (laughs) along the way so they don't feel like they're making progress toward their goals and all they have is this picture of I want to lose 20 pounds and that goal just still seems so far away and they start to get more and more demotivated and it's just a big old vicious cycle. So when I am making my goals, then I am doing stepping stone goals. So I have my big goal, then I have my quarterly goals, then I have my monthly goals, my weekly goals, and then my daily goals. And these are all so important because A, they are building the habits. If you are practicing doing the daily things that's going to move the needle, then it's going to make the weekly things more doable And then it's going to make the monthly goals seem more within reach, which makes the quarter go good. And then when you have 
multiple good quarters, you're so much closer to your year end goal. And so it's just like a big old domino effect. And this is just, this has really been transformative for me and moving the needle forward in my own life and business on any of the goals I have, I really break it down to, okay, what is the practical stepping stones in order to get to this goal? This really helps you to stay focused on your end goal too and have a plan of action because when I was just flying by the seat of my pants, then I was wasting a lot of time thinking that I'm doing something important in my business, but really I'm just procrastinating. So I would be like, oh, this is kind of related to my business. I'm just going to work on this. But really it wasn't getting me any closer to my end goal. It wasn't practical. It was just kind of fill in and I would spend way too much time doing stuff like that. To where when I started having practical, actionable steps, then I was making a lot more intentional action and intentional goal setting. And that just made such a big difference. I was way more focused when I was working on my business. I had these stepping stone goals in place and I was able to implement them in such a more organized fashion, which really just moves the needle, moves you forward and keeps you from getting stuck. And it's also just so motivating to be clicking off those smaller stepping stones as you go. So you can see, yes, I am moving forward in my business. I know it feels like I'm not going anywhere fast, but I am moving forward. And that is all that matters. So as you go into the new year, into 2024, we're all so excited about it. And you're so excited to just get the ball rolling and make those resolutions, then keep these stepping stone goals in mind. And I'm going to have an entire module around organization of your schedule and your life because y'all can't build an online business without some sort of system in your life, especially as stay-at-home moms. I know without some systems in my own life, as a stay-at-home mom to three young kiddos, I would get nothing done. And so I am going to have an entire module around this type stuff in my new course that I'll be launching in 2024 called the Mom Biz Success Plan. So be on the lookout for that. Definitely jump over to my waitlist and that is naptime business moms forward slash waitlist, naptime business moms forward slash waitlist. And if you jump onto that waitlist, A, you will be the first to be notified when my official sales page is up. And B, my waitlist is going to get exclusive deals when I launch this thing. And I'm talking huge savings and the lowest price you will ever see it as my thank you for being one of my founding members and for believing in me in the very beginning and jumping on that wait list. So definitely do that if that interests you. But either way, I really hope that this episode helped you and gives you some ideas on how you're going to structure your resolutions and goals going into 2024. 
Yay! I cannot wait. <laughs> On that note, guys, I am wrapping it up because as always, I'm recording this super late. <laughs> so I am going to go and get some shut-eye before my new one wakes up. I will see you guys in the next one. Okay, you guys, that's it for this episode. I hope you got some sort of value today that you can either apply to your business or your life as a busy mom. The biggest way you can show your support for my show is to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. Also, sharing this podcast with another mom who might want to start her own online business during her kids' nap times. I really appreciate each one of you that are spreading the word about my show as it helps me to grow, reach, and help more stay-at-home moms build a business and bless their family. I'll see you guys in the next episode.